Tea and whiskey with sunshine. Giving you the tea. Tea and whiskey. Oh yeah. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. tea and whiskey. Girl April Bonet Sunshine. We're giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can tip to. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast. 
iHeartRadio, Pandora. Thank you, Facebook Live, for tuning in with us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. ish or whenever we decide to go live. Thank y'all for being a part of this amazing family that has actually been spreading all over the country, and we are now international. And I am so, so grateful for that. So, without further ado, um, what's the new sexy? What's, what we're talking about, babe? What's the new sexy? Mental, physical, or spiritual? What's the new sexy, y'all? They talk about bringing sexy back. Okay, so what are we bringing back? Let's talk about it. But before we go any further, I want to thank all of our listeners and our um, viewers on tonight. And I also would love to also say thank you to our wonderful sponsors of course the amazing american underwriters insurance j and i insurance they're at 2004 west jefferson boulevard in dallas texas zip code 75208 if you need auto insurance commercial uh you need um fleet policies you need a surety bond title transfer um you need a fax or copies Please contact American Underwriters Insurance at 214-943-1666. Again, that number is 214-943-1666. All right, let's get this show popping. How you doing, baby? Yeah, I'm making it. You making it? Yep. I do want to say, y'all, that this topic right here, y'all, get get your, get your tea, get your whiskey, and let's pour it up. We're going to have a discussion because we definitely going to have to sip to this one. Whether you, I don't care what you drink. If it's water, juice, vodka, whatever. You're going to need a beverage. Because this is some serious stuff we're going to talk about. But we're going to have a good time with it, y'all. We're going to always have a good time with it, okay? Yes. All right, who we got on the live right now, y'all? We got David Burns and Stephanie Padilla so far. Yes, I love it. Thank y'all so much for being a part of the show. All right, you guys. So we're going to talk about what's the new sexy, but I have a random question for you guys. Got a random question. In relationships, what's a turn on for you in a relationship, whether it's marriage or dating, engagement, prospect, whatever, what is a turn on? I'll go first. A turn-on for me in a relationship is consistency. That is a major turn-on. The fact that you do what you say you're going to do, or, or whatever you started doing, you, you continue to do, that is a major turn-on. That means you're, like, real. You're not, you're, you're a real person. You're not just this, let me just, you're not a, a representative. You're actually giving me the real person. And I, I love it. That's a major turn on. What about you, babe? What's the turn on for you? Mm, I don't really know, to be honest with you. In a relationship, you know, it's turn on? No, just, you know, just somebody that got my back, I guess, is a turn on for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's got your back, you know, no matter what, they, they, they're in your corner. Pretty much. That's what's up. Another turn on for me in a relationship is a no judgment zone. That's a turn on for me. I mean, it's not about just sex, okay? It's what's what what keeps me there. That's a turn on. What's what is keeping me engaged with this person? 
to me, that's a turn on. It's like, I'm turning to you. I ain't got to look nowhere else. I'm turned over here. I'm turned up. And that's no turn down. You know what I mean? So, no judgment zone is a major turn off for me. That makes sense. What about you? That's the only one. Just make sure you got my back. It's simple as that. Because if you got my back, then all that other stuff is going to be pretty much included. Right. 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 So, Facebook Live, let us know. What is, in, in a relationship, what is a turn on for you? A turn on for me, compliments. I love a good old nasty compliment. I mean, I mean nasty in a good way. I mean, yeah, nasty in a bad way, too. Yes, I said it. Mm-hmm. I love comp. What you mean? Mm. What you mean? Mm? We got some live feed going on. David Burns said, "Crank up the flirt in a relationship." Yes, that's a good one. Yes, keep keep doing those things that got you know. Hey, keep dating me, flirting and 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 showing me attention and yeah. I'll keep dating me. Whatever you did to get my attention, keep doing that shit. That falls into the, the, the uh, consistency. What else we got here? Yeah, in a relationship. Exactly. Um, that coincides with consistency. Another one, a turn on for me, is make me laugh. Make me laugh. That is a major turn on. I love to laugh. And if you can turn me, if you can make me laugh, that's a major turn on. Like, I'm not going nowhere else because you're making me laugh. It's fun. I love it. Uh, what did he say? Have frequent date nights. Have frequent date nights. That's the, an amazing way to do a turn on in a relationship. Yeah, like, just keep dating me. That's one thing I believe in relationships that people just tend to stop doing is date each other. It's like, okay, I got you, so now, you know, I ain't got to do nothing else. Sudden is on. What's up, Mr. Sutton? That's one thing in a relationship. It's like, yeah, keep dating me. Don't stop dating me. So we're talking about um, in relationships, what's a turn on for you? So Facebook Live, you know, comment, let us know what's a turn on for you in a relationship. I mentioned consistency. Uh, babe, what you mentioned? Have Just have my back. Simple as that. Have your back. I also mentioned no judgment zone. Like, I can talk to you about anything, and I don't feel like I'm being judged. And you know what's on top of a turn-on for me for that? After I tell you what's going on with me, you give me a resolution? Shit. What? I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you help me? Oh, what? That is definitely sexy. Definitely is sexy. It's a turn-on for me. What Dave say? It says, keep, he said, keep it playful between each other. Exactly. Have fun. Have fun. Keep me engaged. Have fun. That's definitely a turn on. Absolutely. And I also said, make me laugh. That's a major turn on for me in a relationship. Like, you know, especially when I'm going through some shit and you could just throw a, 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 a quick joke in there while I'm crying. Look, we, we friends forever. We ain't breaking up for shit. Ever. <laughs> You're not going nowhere. So, I think that's dope as well. Uh, Dave also said, be open to new experiences. That could backfire, so I don't know about that one. Why do you say that? 
not everybody has an open mind to that and on top of that it depends on what the new experience is yeah that's why it's important to be with somebody who is open and willing to do those new experiences with you then if you try them they'll look at you like you're crazy or if you bring them up you with the wrong one I can't be with no boring ass person I can't I'm talking about both in and outside the bed okay I see your point with that as well absolutely alright so thank you guys so much for sharing that so we're going to jump right into the hot toddy come on hot toddy so we got some interesting stuff going on with the hot toddy but of course we got to play a little hot toddy music if you don't mind hot toddy hot toddy baby hot toddy hot toddy Hot toddy. Here we go, y'all. We're going to jump into the hot toddy. And what Dave say? You don't have to do the same thing over and over again. Try something new. Try something new. Amen to that. All right, hot toddy. We're going to start with um, vaping. This was an article that really hit home for me. A 15-year-old Texas teen died of vaping-related on January the 20th of, of this year. So I did a little research, y'all. Vaping uh, causes um, a lot of damage. It causes changing in the changes in the brain, uh, releases um, some sort of a, a, a I can't even pronounce the word. But but bottom line, it induces a certain kind of a chemical endorphins that can mess up the brain. Right, and it's a reversible. It's irreversible damage to the lungs. Um, it increases your heart rate, um, impaired memory if you're doing like um, THC, um, impaired coordination, nausea and vomiting, difficulty solving problems. Y'all, the death toll nationwide with vaping since November 2019 was 42 people, 42 deaths, and that's across 24 states. Now that has increased okay that has increased since um as of january 7th of 2020 port reports have released that 2600 reports of hospitalized cases 57 deaths have been confirmed in 27 states since january of this year y'all okay now dc has reported the ages range between ages 15 and 75 years of age. So you have underage vaping going on. Vaping doesn't have an age group. That's crazy. Well, in, in Texas, you can't smoke anything until you turn 21. But vaping, technically speaking, really isn't smoking. Well, it's something because it's I mean, it's like smoking, but it's really not. I mean, vaping is that little electronic cigarette type of thing. Right. It's killing people. I wanted to bring awareness to you, to you guys, because the vaping, what's killing people, is the synthetic form of vitamin E. They're not using real vitamin E, because vitamin E is like the base oil, but it's a synthetic version of vitamin E, and that's what's killing everybody. 
So you guys be very mindful of that. And I will also want to drop some jewels on you guys on how to clean your heart, how to clean your, your lungs. Okay? Clean your lungs by steam therapy, uh, green tea, um, anti-inflammatory foods, which are whole grains, nuts, um, tomatoes, uh, green beans, blueberries, avocados, salmon, turmeric, garlic, apples, just basically all the healthy shit. And um, exercise and make sure you have controlled coughing. So you guys, please be mindful of the vaping. It's dangerous, it's killing people, and it's killing our young people. Translation, the same exact stuff people would do to be able to get a job, just do it towards vaping. Right. What did Dave say? He was talking about COVID. We're going to get to that in a minute. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about COVID. That's for sure, Dave. Absolutely. Um, so that's what I have for the hot toddy. What do you have, darling? I mean, you can go ahead and go to Kobe. I got to think of the other one that I had. Okay. So Kobe Bryant, y'all, the, the, the streets have been talking about Kobe Bryant's death since Sunday. And it has hit the world hard. It has hit all of us so hard. And um, not only did he pass away, but his daughter that was basically walking in his footsteps, she's gone. And there were like, what, six other people? Nine. Nine other people in total? Or just, or eight, or Nine seven. all together that died. So seven other people, they were also, their, their uh, lives were lost. So we want to uh, do just a quick moment of silence for the people that were lost in that tragic accident. Let's go ahead and do a quick silence. Okay, thank you. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, and, and so NBA is trying to, you know, do a whole, like, Kobe logo? No, they're trying to change the logo to symbolize him. How are they going to do that? Put his face Petition. on it? So they need how many? Is it two million signatures? They already got that. They already have two million signatures. They're close to it. They're, they forgot how many exactly that they're at, but they're close. Whoa. Dave said Kobe Bryant's wife couldn't finish what she was saying about Kobe because she was crying. Yeah. Yeah, she broke social media silence. She's been quiet all this time, but now today she sat up here and came out and started talking. Okay, so I didn't get a chance to even see that. Do you know what she said? or? Basically just talking about how he was a good guy. Okay. That's pretty much the sum of it. Yeah. It's hard. It's, I mean, you know, like, especially, you know, I can't even imagine how it would be, you know, if it's someone that's close to you that was a celebrity. And then you, you, it's not, you can't mourn by yourself because this person touched so many lives, you know? And I also heard word on the street that they're, they're thinking of their, the family is actually possibly going to sue TMZ because they reported him dead before the family knew. And that's fucked up. Well, I mean, hell, that's what they do. That's what TMZ does. Would you want to know someone close to you died via TMZ versus them finding it, you find out on your own or through local authorities? But that's what they do. They sit up here and it's a tabloid. They sit up here and figure out a way to get the information before anybody else. That's what they do. But the thing is, where do they get the information from? Somebody, whether it was a dispatcher or whomever, 
Money talks. And in this day and age, enough of it will make you sing like a canary. I know. That's what's sad. That's, that's the actual point I'm trying to lay out here. That's how horrible people, what things people do for money. It breaks my heart seeing his wife go through that. Kobe, a larger-than-life kind of guy, and to see her break down like this on television, it honestly hurts. It does hurt. It does. And it's the fact that she's sharing, she has to mourn with the world, you know, because everyone's looking for your reaction, like your response. And Well, heck, if y'all all are not, what the hell are you looking for? I just lost my husband and my best friend, so what the hell you want me to do? Go on a damn shopping spree? No, nobody. And then they'll question you if you do that shit. So, I mean, you're talking <laughs> about you're looking for me. I mean, what, what are you looking for me to do? You already know you've lost people. Okay, you've lost people that are close to you, so what the hell do you, what are you looking for me to do? Of course. Do no. cartwheels, do flips, say, oh, God, thank God he's dead. I mean, what do you want me to do? He was my husband for umpteen years. So, of course, I'm going to be in a solitary way trying to mourn. So, why in the world are y'all worrying about how I'm going to react? Well, that, unfortunately, this is the society we live in. We got social media and all that stuff But here's the on. thing. I wouldn't sit up here and play into it. If y'all going to be waiting for me, then guess what? Y'all going to be waiting till hell freeze over, I guess. Because I'm not coming out until I get ready. Uh, I agree. Because I'm telling you, when someone close to you passes away, it's like... Fuck them. Basically. That's how I feel. I, I, I totally get Was that. Was y'all motherfuckers on a damn air, uh, helicopter? <laughs> Were y'all the ones that sat up here and reacted? Were y'all on the first dispatch when they sat up here and sat over here and, you know, went over there and put the fire out? Were y'all part of the fire department? No? Okay, then sit your ass down shut the fuck up. Mourn you how you want to mourn. I'm going to sit over here and mourn how I want to mourn. I get it. But, you know, people don't give a damn. Then but guess what? Don't give a damn right back. I agree. Hell, I know how it feels to lose somebody close to you and everybody's waiting for you to say something or when the funeral, when are the funeral arrangements or what is this or when is it going to happen? And what are the if I have up? a funeral arrangement or I have a cremation, guess what? Y'all ain't going to know until after the fact. I know, but you know what? I know how it feels for somebody to report someone being dead that that's my close relative before I did it. This shit does not feel good at all. It does not. And it's not cool at all. And my heart goes out to, you know, Kobe Bryant's wife because she didn't get a chance to even get the news first. His family didn't get the news first. And that's the most fucked up part about it. Like, that is not fair. Don't do people like that. But unfortunately, we live in a world where it's all about me, me, me. Give me some attention. Let me post it first. Yeah, and at the end of the day, well, with this fool, what are you gaining from that? A lifestyle, because with this fool who they got in office, who they still working on trying to impeach, done changed all the rules and regulations of high society, and well, I should say middle and low class society, with him changing everything, everybody's going after that almighty dollar. So anything that I can do to sit up here and make sure that me and my family can stay above, guess what? I'm going to sit up here and make a deal and sell my soul to the devil to make sure that I'm good. And that's what's fucked up. People are selling their souls to the devil for a dollar. If that dollar helps my kids eat, then I guess I'm going to sit up here and just sell my soul, ain't I? Because not everybody does it for selfish Man. reasons. Moving on, because I'm getting pissed. And I don't mean pissed like pee-pee. All right.
Anything else on the docket you want to discuss with the hot toddy? Besides the fact that they calling so many people, you know, to the Senate to sit up here and try to bring up charges against Trump, they need to go ahead and just impeach him. You know, everybody's trying to say why he shouldn't be, you know, and everybody's saying why he should be. I mean, everything centers around the same exact thing. We elected him, okay? Who is we? I'm talking about not all the American people, but American people in general. The majority, okay. We as Americans sat up here and voted him in, whether we voted for him or not. Leave, leave the we, leave, leave the me out of that one. Okay, but listen, <laughs> we sat up here and elected him regardless. Whether we voted for him or not, anybody Man. that sat up here and voted, regardless, if you call yourself an American citizen, you still sat up here and got him in the office. Zay. Anyway, bottom line, Man. it don't matter. Bottom line is this. The Constitution says he was elected by us, the people, okay? So he's supposed to be working for us, not against us. Okay. He's not supposed to sit up here and turn our darkest night into the midnight of our worst days of our lives. He's supposed to be trying to help better society, not fuck it up to where it burn itself down. And he, he stands on top of society. it. He's bettering his society. You have to understand. He's taking away from the rich you, too. You have to understand. But he's good though. The hell he is. He's, he's feeling good. the heat. He's good. You have to understand, he did what was best for him. And when people understand that politicians don't do what's best for the people. Not all politicians, some of them do. If you, this way I see it, until you've lived amongst the people, you can't sit up here and help the people. Obama understood that, Clinton understood that, and I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of other ones that helped the people they understood did, but it. Trump did not. He's exactly, never lived he's born with a spoon silver spoon in his mouth so he doesn't understand but everybody sat up here and who heard him speak sat up here and thought that you know he was going to be for the people no you heard him say on I forgot what show that was that if he ran for president he would do the Republicans because they were the dumbest motherfuckers in the world He Oprah, Oprah Winfrey showed up exactly when he said that and, exactly uh, Dave and Steph are agreeing with you on all of that I mean they, I mean, come on now. He's supposed to be working for us, not against us. So by that logic, everything that he's done has been against us. And he abused power and military support. So, I mean, that's just like adding fuel to the fire. Well, his, his supporters don't believe that's the case. Uh-uh-uh. The new poll that recently came out, some of them supporters have turned on him. No. It's up to, I think, about 50% of his supporters have actually sat up here and came out and said... They need to get him out of there. Fifty percent now. Oh, they oh, are they showing their faces now, or they? No, they doing a poll. Oh well, then it's 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 anonymous. So there you have it. But I I I understand where you're coming from. At the end of the day, y'all, all I can do is pray for the man, and pray for our nation. And pray that they sit up here and get their stuff together on Capitol Hill and just say, you know what? Let's get him out of here before the next election, before the ballot comes out. Because right now they're holding the ballots to make sure that they get him out. Because if they don't get him out, his name is going to be put on there. And we're going to go through four more years of this shit again if somebody sit up here and does the wrong damn thing. In other news, the Obamas buy an $11 million mansion. All right. <laughs> Call living your best life. <laughs> but the way always, I see it. But it's always Obama's fault. The way I see it. 
Michelle stepping out of the limousine with nice bag, nice shoes, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, everybody's talking bad about that and how Melania is this and Michelle is that. But look here, let me let me explain something to y'all. Oh, okay. Shit. It's let, me, let me explain something. It's happening. Michelle lived her best life to get where she was. She lived for the people. And even after getting out of office, she's still living for the people. Now she, she did she did help and preach about eating better. And she was trying to make sure America could survive, not kill itself with obesity. Exactly. Hell, I lost a lot of Melania, weight. Melania, what, what is her ass doing but standing up there looking like a dumb deer in headlights? Instead of walking around with some damn designer dresses. All she is is just a doggone accessory to Trump. That's all it is. And supposedly, which I believe is true, her and him don't even sleep in the same bed in the same floor of the White House. Hell, if I was married to his ass, I wouldn't sit up and sleep with his ass either. I'm worried about a damn rocket or bullet coming through the damn window, sitting up and killing him. I want to make sure I'm out the damn way. He is very passionate, guys. Shit. Well, here you ask her who's running in the damn election, she's going to say, what is election? Don't do that. Don't do that. She may know something. Okay, she's going to know one thing. I don't know anything but fashion. And your fashion ain't that great either, so I mean... Oh, them hats is cute. Mm. Anybody right. can any, uh, look at you. Should have put a chimpanzee in a damn mall. He can pick up the right thing too and make it a uh, fashion statement. All I can say to you guys is please pray for our nation. Uh, pray for the president y'all put in office, and um, whatever happens, happens. If you guys want him to be impeached, okay. Well, unfortunately, we don't have a say in that. We just gotta pray that they sit up here and get their minds right get the right evidence and realize what really is going on and not what their little rose-colored glasses is showing. And they sit up here and realize that he's the inhuman monster and they need to get him out. Simple as that. Otherwise, he gonna be keep on messing around with the wrong people and we're gonna have a nuke shoved up our ass. Well, we, we pray that doesn't happen, y'all. Keep, keep Capitol Hill covered in your prayers. That's all I can say. And uh, Stephanie and Dave said that that's right. <laughs> Is there anything else on the docket I'd like to discuss? Nope, that's pretty much it. All right, so let's move on to our poll questions. I did some poll questions because we're going to talk about the new sexy. Well, there is one thing, but I don't know if I want to talk about it because we're on that platform right now. So What? Supposedly, Facebook. Okay, moving forward. Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to talk about these poll questions. Uh, poll question number one is, whose mental health is the strongest? Uh, Facebook unanimously, unanimously voted women, 100%. And the reason behind that, I believe, is because... Did you vote before you say something? No. Okay, so you can't say... No, go ahead. <laughs> but seriously. And that's how it should go. People who don't vote for this next election, don't say shit. Well, don't go your way. Continue. Uh -huh. Well, if you, uh, you continue, you don't need, don't need no comments. Sip. Say what you got to say. Say what you got to say. Say what you got to say. I'll, I'll speak when you sip. I've already sipped. No, you didn't. You put the you put okay, up. Okay, look. Now, okay, now. Basically, what it is is this. The reason why is because women deal with a whole lot of things in this world. Okay, they don't get the proper recognition that they deserve. You know, on these jobs, they don't get paid as much as men or anybody else for that matter. People always say they're seen as objects and not as people and human beings. 
Preach. You know, so it's it's a lot of stuff up against them. So they have to sit up here and have a strong mental fortitude. But on the flip side of that coin, men in the society have to have the same exact thing because if your mental fortitude is weak, they're going to see you as pretty much as a punk-ass bitch that can be sitting up here <laughs> taking advantage of. Okay, because it's just like the old saying goes, if you believe in anything, you'll fall for everything. If you, yeah, if you believe, if you have nothing to stand on, you'll fall for anything. I believe that. So, it's as simple as it. All right, and poll question number two. Who takes the time to work on their mental, physical, and spiritual health? And once again, unanimously, 100% women. The poll, the poll answer was, who takes, who takes the time to work on their mental health? And again, women, number one. I can believe that. I, I really can, because that goes back to what I just said. You know, some women use their physical to get where they need to go. Some people use their mental. Some women use their mental to get where they need to go. And then when it comes to spiritual, that one really doesn't get the recognition it deserves because everybody's still focused on the physical and mental. Well, I can honestly speak on the spiritual because I'm telling you right now, if I decide to walk my ass into any church, I would say majority of the people in the church are women. This is true. Okay. And if I decide to walk into a hospital, majority of the people in the hospital will be women. And if I decide to walk into a therapy session, majority of them will be women. So that's why I say what I say. I can agree with this last poll question. What is, what we got a lot feet? You really have to stand up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Terrence Jenkins is the new talent exec for the new film company. Congrats, congrats to Terrence. He went for 106 and Park to now. Okay, that's what's up. All right, and the last poll question is, who has, the, who has uh, more mental and physical and spiritual baggage? And 100% said women. And I think that's a motherfucking lie. That is actually a lie. It really is. Everybody has both. Of, that's anybody. Really 50, anybody 50. who doesn't work on their mental, spiritual, and physical be um a wellness, they have baggage. If you're not working on it, you got baggage. And if you're you don't deal with it, it you you're got baggage. You're carrying it. You're carrying it. And people say baggage, but like if if you have triggers, somebody do something that oh they remind me of post traumatic stress. PTSD, that's baggage, you know, and we're not shunning nobody and making anybody feel bad about it, but if you don't get the help you need, you're going to always come back to these random poll questions in relationship, what's the turn on? Shit, don't doesn't turn me on, ain't nobody worth my motherfucking time. Oh, does that mean, is that because you have baggage? Woo, all right. So that's why I'm, I'm so glad this subject came on. Actually, my honey brought this subject on, and I cannot wait for him to come through and explain to us what he wants to talk about with this subject. So without further ado, do you want to come over, or you want to stay where you are? It don't matter. Okay, well, do what you want to do. You want to pull up a chair? You want to come have a seat and talk about it? You let I me mean, know. I mean, I'm mic'd up, so there's no way I can go around it. All right, well, have, have at it, honey. Take it away. Okay. Everybody understands the whole saying of, you know, you need to work on yourself. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
But that's where being single comes into play because you if preach. you sit up here and have mental, spiritual, and physical baggage, you need to be by yourself to get that baggage checked in, mm. unpacked, and sorted out and organized before you can be not only any good to anybody else, but to yourself. Preach. Okay, so let's break this down and go one part at a time. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the mental health. Mm -hmm. Now, your mental health, if you've had any kind of trauma or any kind of issues in your life or you've seen anything, you need to work on that. Because how can you approach anybody and be in a relationship if your mental mind is not con uh, in check? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to always bring in what you've done. The past will constantly always repeat itself That's right. in your eyes, That's regardless right. if that person you were with has done it or didn't. PTSD, that That's trigger. Right. It's always about oh, that triggers, trigger. Triggers, yes. Exactly, David. Invest in yourself. Yes. You have to Stephanie always said, invest. Stephanie said, everyone comes with baggage. Find someone who loves you enough to help you unpack. Girl, you preaching, because I was just going to quote that earlier, but go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody always has baggage. And the person or persons that say they don't have baggage is They're a liar, lie. and the lie. truth is nowhere in them. In fact, I'm going to go one step further than that. The one that says they don't, they probably got more baggage than an airline handler. They have a whole baggage claim department. Okay. <laughs> they have baggage that's been unclaimed from 1960. Yeah. Okay. They were, they were born in 1989. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to um, invest in yourself and work on yourself. Okay. That's what people always sit up here and be like, oh, I got to be with somebody. I, gotta need, I need to be with someone. No, you don't. You need to sit up here and work on you. Mm -hmm. Encourage yourself and get your mind together. Figure out who you are, what you are, what you're capable of, what you can bring to the table, and more importantly, what is your value and worth. That's true because at some point in time, you have to understand that baggage, it's going to weigh you down. And if you do not fix it, you're going to like pretty much drive people away. And I have some quotes about baggage, hon. I want to go over them with you and you give me your opinion. So at a, at a certain age, especially the age that I'm in right now, I'm only interested in consistency, stability, respect, and loyalty. Now, can you have consistency, stabi stability, respect, and loyalty while carrying baggage? You can, but it's going to be real difficult. You have to unpack each and every one as you get to them. So that's called a no. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. Another one I have is if you avoid the conflict to keep the peace, you start a war inside yourself. That's true. That's called stress. That's called stress. Yeah, you're killing and yourself. And walking on eggshells. If I got to sit up here and worry about, in my mind every time, what I'm going to do to spark something, then... That's not good for my mental health no, because that's going to cause a brain aneurysm. And more importantly, that's going to sit and drive me insane to where my behind is in the mental institution with a padded jacket on trying to sit up here and break myself out with a shank, which I made out of a doggone popsicle stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. David said that's right. 
I tell my baby all the time to invest in yourself. That's real talk. You have to invest in yourself. Like, how can you be beneficial to anybody if you cannot be beneficial to yourself? You know, I got an equation. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it like that. I got an equation. Mm -hmm. uh, actual a mathematic problem. Mental health plus physical health plus spiritual health equals successful relationship. Okay. Now, if you break that problem down, mm -hmm. if you take one of those away, mm -hmm. that relationship is not going to be able to stand. That's so true. Okay, because if you got a good physical health and a good spiritual health, but your mental health is horrible, then guess what? You married to a beautiful fool. Beautiful fool. That is so true. And if your physical health and mental health is fine, you can probably gauge it okay, but that spiritual, which is linked to your personality, you probably, you could be married to somebody that looked like Beyonce, Halle Berry, and J-Lo all rolled into one, but guess what? She probably Rosemary's baby on the inside. <laughs> Rosemary's baby. This is a great quote. It says, I don't want to be madly in love ever again. I want to be healthy in love. I want to be sanely in love. I want to be peacefully in love. That right there hit home for me because I know how it feels to be in love with somebody and you're in complete turmoil. I want to be in love with somebody to the point to where when I come to you or I come home to you, the whole world could be just fucked up and I feel like all I have left is just the hairs on my chinny chin chin. But when I come home to you, it's so much peace and tranquility. It's like, fuck what's going on outside. I got this at home. Two things. Okay, first of all, Stephanie said, set peace of mind as your highest goal. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. But second of all, going to what you just said, you said if everything outside is, you know, turmoil and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Everything outside is crazy. But on the inside, it needs to be peaceful, mm -hmm. tranquil. I should be able to come home or come home to you or, or, or if I'm not married to you or if we're dating or we're serious about each other and we have our date nights or whatever and it's like everything that has happened just melts away and, Zen I, meditative and state. I leave your presence feeling uplifted and ready to fight another day oh yeah you ain't going nowhere you don't Zen meditative state you yes. need to have one to be able to make sure that you are good to yourself you need to be good to yourself before you're good to anybody you else you better believe that now, the second thing, physical. Now, most people sit up here and think physical health has to do with diabetes and overweight and looking good and all that kind of sort of stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. mm, yes, that's true, but no. Because that mental can manu manifest itself onto the physical. Yeah, that's what you could get. If that spiritual comes through, comes out. The, the mental inside, and spiritual can comes out, mm -hmm. and, and that's gonna supersede that physical or whatever. And being and you can be so good for somebody that you they make you feel so good that, that you'll want to do better for your body physically. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it really does. They, they they'll bring out that that good stuff that the real the, you. They'll bring out the best in you. They'll bring out the real you, the one that you yourself didn't even know, or better yet, the one that you knew that you buried deep beneath all of that mm -hmm. mental hurt. Yeah. 
So if they can, if you find somebody that can reach deep down inside but mental hurt and help you unpack the real you, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. That's all the hell you need. And I, I would love to read this quote. It says, happiness is not found in things you possess, but in what you have the courage to release. That goes with mental. You need to release all that baggage. Unpack it, let it go. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, mm-mm, that's going to weigh you down. And when you get weighed down and bogged down to the ground and where you crawling, it's going to be just another stone. That's real It's going to be a chip on your shoulder. And when you get down to that level, mm-hmm. everything is going to trigger you. Mm-hmm. Even if the wind is blowing wrong, you're going to be ready to just fight somebody or kill somebody or something. Yeah. Why? Because you're mentally unstable. You're mm-hmm. mentally unhealthy. That is so true. And it's important to have mental. What about emotional? Emotional and mental are the same exact thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So I have some um, mental, I'm sorry, some emotional maturity. I mean, sorry, emotional responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah, emotional responsibility and emotional immaturity. The comparison of the two. Okay? So I'm going to go over some and you tell me how you feel about them, okay? You ready? Uh, Emotional immaturity. Your actions made me be this way. No. The responsible reaction is I have a choice in how I respond to any behavior. Yes. That is true. Yeah. Free will. Free will. You either choose to respond and react to what people do, or you choose to say, I'm not going to let what this person does interfere with my people. I'm not going to let the world or the things that people do or say manifest onto me and what I can do and what I'm going to say. No, I'm going to be my own individual person and with mm-hmm. my own mind that's healthy and strong to sit up here and make sure that I can handle what is coming my way. That's right. I think that's wonderful. Uh, next one is um, emotional immaturity. I am responsible for emotions of other people. Now, the emotional responsibility or the maturity of that is I am responsible for my own emotional state. That one's kind of a gray area because I wouldn't say you're responsible for everybody's emotions, but you're you not. are responsible for how you do something that can affect their emotions. Because exactly. you sat up here exactly. and did it. Exactly. That's where that uh, my own emotional state. Just, just because you're upset about something, I should not get upset too. Now you got two upset fools. I should be able to either quench it or say, you know what? You are entitled to how you feel. And if there's anything that I can do, let me know. But what I'm not going to do is mirror what you're going through because there's no point of both of us being upset. It didn't happen to me. That's true. It's just like my grandfather always said, it takes two fools to fight. The one that's doing the fighting and the fool that's fighting the fool. But if the fool that's fighting gets out of the ring, then the fool has to fight himself. And there is no fight. (laughs) Come on, Grandpa. All right. The next one says, I gossip often. Mm. The uh, responsible is, I am conscious to how I speak about other people. That kind of sort of goes to what you said about the whole TMZ thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You, they were held responsible for that. They could have easily sat up here and held that until, but they were so anxious to get the 
story out first that they didn't care about how it was going to make anybody care. else feel. And they did not care about the... the their what? mental health was just, they need to go to the doctor for their mind because it's, they, they, they poison. Yeah. Um, let's see who we have here. Thank you for joining us, um, Andrea Boykin. Thank you for joining us, love. Um, Stephanie said, some walk around mad at the world for they, for themselves, for they, for they themselves can't handle. That's true. Yeah. They think the world is against them, but that's a mental thing. The world is not against you. If you sit up here and open your eyes and your mind, you realize all the choices and decisions that I made are what's happening to me. That's right. We're talking about emotional immaturity versus emotional maturity or responsibility. Uh, the next one is, I can tell people how they should feel about situations in their lives. That's emotional immaturity. Um, emotional responsibility is I can sit with people's emotions even if they're uncomfortable. In other words, just because you feel a certain way don't mean I should too. But at the same time, I can respect how you feel without making you feel bad for feeling that way. That's true. That's Everybody's called, that's entitled. judgment-free zone. Everybody's entitled to feel how they yeah, want to feel. Yeah, you're entitled. That's one thing I love that I, 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 I wanted to establish with my relationship with my husband while we were dating I said one thing I will not do is I will not deny you your feelings I don't care how wrong you are if that's how you feel that's how you feel okay but if I could come in and help you see a whole different way of it I'll do that but at the same time I'm not going to make you feel bad that you feel the way you feel you're entitled to how you feel even if I offend you I can't get mad that I offended you I can't tell you how to react to what I do and you, and you can't tell me how to react, but vice versa. Your feelings and your views and your brain operates different than mine. And I should not make you feel bad for that. Now, what we can do is come together, and you can tell me what I did that offended you, and vice versa. Let's come to a common ground. But you got to be mature enough and care enough about the person. To even do that. Or, importantly, care about enough about yourself about to put yourself. your pride aside to do it. Thank you. And if you can't, and if you're with somebody who refuses to, run. Run as far as you can, because that shit will not change. I promise. I have to let go of what I cannot change. That's true. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Dave, for saying that. That's awesome. The next one is, I take on the, the emotion... The mo I'm sorry, I take on the emotional state of the person around me. That's the immature emotions. The mature emotions is, it's my internal response that creates my emotional state. That's true. Everything starts in the mind. It starts in the mind. That's real talk. That's why they say the two dangerous things that people have is the mind and the tongue. Those Ooh. are the two dangerous things that a person, a human being, can possess. That's so because true. the tongue is a sharp double-edged sword. It you can sure kill is. you and it can stab you at the same time. And it's one thing that you, you really have to take a hold of. It's easy to just, I call it, well, if you, if you watch, if you love the movie like I do, Mean Girls, it's called Word Vomit. Just because it comes to your mind, I mean, you should always say it. Everything should not come out your mouth that, that goes to your brain. You need to filter that shit. You need to say, you know what? Is this appropriate? Is this, an, is this in a timely fashion? I always saw the mind and the tongue as a gun. The mind is the clip. 
the tongue is the barrel. If you sit up here and think it's time to fire, load it up and let it take the safety off, go. But sometimes you gotta sit up here and uncock that thing, put the safety back, cause it ain't time. Right, and that's where maturity comes in and, and, and just learning when to say shit and when to shut the fuck up. All right, and last one for emotional immaturity. When people act negatively towards me, I, person, I personalize it. I when take you, it personally. Mm -hmm. When you're emotionally responsible, I, rec I realize how people behave has little to do with me. Because they may be going through something a whole lot worse, and rather than them dealing with it, they much rather turn tail and run mm -hmm. and try to put it on somebody else. Yeah, I That's what you call an emotional coward. That's what yeah. you call that. Yeah. Being mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, and spiritually healthy is the new sexy. Because if you have all three of those, and you, that's, see, it's just like a triangle, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. A triangle in mathematics, for all y'all math heads out there, is the best thing that you have, okay? A square is two, but a triangle has three parts. Geometrics, yes. Okay? All three of those lines have to line up exact. Otherwise, you will have a problem. Mm -hmm. So you got emotional, mental, spiritual. All those line up, you put it right there in the center, you got a healthy being. That's right. If That's one right. of those lines or points is off, you're going to have an unstable thing and it's all going to crumble. So I would love for you to talk about the spiritual part. You, mm. you talked about how we really, sh I'm going to let you break it down because it was the way you talked about it. You were saying something about how we shouldn't always lean on our, our religious beliefs. Yes. Yeah, go ahead and go into that booth. Okay. Now, when it comes to the spiritual health aspect, this one is really doesn't get the very much recognition it desires. Preach. Because everybody thinks spiritual aspect has got to something to do with religion and church. Mm -hmm. No, that's not exactly true. Mm -hmm. The spiritual aspect has to do with who you are as a person. Oh. Okay, now, your mental aspect has to do with the same thing, but it starts with the spiritual because spirit is who you are and what you are made up of. What are you made of? Okay, if you got a good personality, that's your spirit. Yes. If you got a good, hearty glow about you, that's your spirit. If yes. everybody is attracted to you, that's your spirit. That is who you are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it doesn't have to do with religion. Let's get that out of there first. Okay, so you, we as people, and not necessarily as people as a gender, male and female, we don't take time to sit up here and examine the spiritual. We look at the physical more than we do anything else. If we That's were to do right. a poll of which one would get the most physical, mental, and spiritual, I guarantee physical would win 100%. Ha. Okay, because everybody just gets that glimpse of that body or that whatever ladies a guy walk up to you all he see is a big ass uh, some big titties a uh, <laughs> lips whatever yeah. okay he's just like damn you know i want to get with her not forgetting the fact that she may not be she may be as dumb as a sack of bricks <laughs> or she may have the personality of a doorstop okay but you still want to you still want to get with that though they want to hit that okay women on the other hand you see a guy who's clean shaven haircut six six to 12, you know, pack abs and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Got a big fat wallet and stuff. Literally, you know, not only is he a drug dealer, but he can't add two plus two. Uh. 
not to mention the fact that he's still living in his mama's basement and not to mention the fact let's go one step further than that he oh this this is probably what this is probably gonna give me in trouble right here but i don't care Some people need to be they need to be delivered tonight i don't care if this one get me in trouble go ahead with it he may have the personality mm-hmm. of the just uh a sloth he may have the personality of a sloth <laughs> Low as fuck. No, just nothing. Just, <laughs> just no personality. Exactly, nothing. just dull, like a like a cloudy day outside. Gray, dull, just. Mm. So what we need to do is we need to start taking the time to help realize yeah. there's more to life than just the physical aspect and mental aspect. There's that spiritual. You got to sit up here, and. Yeah, who are you on the inside? Exactly. You got to take time. You, you got to take time to sit up here and realize who people are nowadays. Like what are you here for? Like what 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 drives you? What is your sole purpose? What do you want out of life? The the, the time that you have here on this planet, what are you going to do with it besides manipulate folks and and talk shit about folks and copy people's ideas and 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 lie? And manipulate to get fit to get uh, material what shit. What what else are you here for? What is your purpose? How are you impacting somebody else? What is it? What are you here for besides that? And until you figure that out, what are you made of? I have a beautiful quote that says, "The same boiling water that cooks the egg cooks the potato." It's all about what you are made of. What are you made of? When you go through some shit, is it going to make you? Is it going to soften you? Or is it going to make you hard? Like, what, what, what are you going to get? What are, who are you? Exactly, what, Stephanie. What do people get when they get you? What is Stephanie follow your Follow your bliss and the universe will open doors. Exactly. Preach. Exactly. You need to sit up here and realize who you are, what you are, and what you can do. Mm-hmm. Cause as soon as you realize that, your mental and physical because it all starts with the spiritual. Yeah. Okay, you can't if your spiritual is not in check, then all that other baggage is gonna just start piling up. Yeah. But as soon as you get your spiritual in check and you get that just meditative state where nothing can really bother you, that transcends to your mental because that means the world can't mess with you. This is like what this is like what the song said. This joy that I had, the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away. Okay. Boom. The spiritual is in, is lined up. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that happens, then you sit up here and realize the mental. Then when that mental lines up, you sit up here and be looking at yourself like, you know what? I need to get myself together. Yeah. I need to I need to get my I need to get my physical appearance together because my mental and spiritual ain't matching my physical. Right. So as soon as all that lines up, boom. You got a rare gem. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. So we really hope that just help you guys out because you know we wanted to talk about this because there's this massive shortage of healthy relationships and a healthy relationship starts with you do you have a healthy relationship with yourself and what you're not only that it starts with you but more importantly also what are you willing to put up with right and that's and that's and that goes back to you. What are your standards? 
Because if you can't put up with yourself, then how the hell are you going to put up with anybody else? What, what's your code of conduct? What is it that you will not stand for? Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm -hmm. So what are your standards? What are your requirements? What is it that you need to make you the best you? And if you can't figure that out, you can't find that with nobody else. It is no one else's responsibility for your happiness. They can give you the blueprint, but they can't sit up here and tell you how to they build it. They can't even give you that if you don't even know what structure you're building. So it, it, it goes back to you. And until you figure out you, don't depend on anybody else to figure you out either. Just like the scripture says, he gave us life to give it, have it, and live it more, more abundantly. abundantly. But how can we live our life if our spiritual, mental, and physical are not together? That's right. That's why I recommend prayer. I don't care who you believe in, who you pray to, whoever you meditate to. Make sure you do that. Get into finding out what it is you need on the inside. I recommend therapy. Whatever you got to do to get that mental state together, do it. Because... After a while, you can't you can't keep blaming everybody else. It, it it ain't everybody. It ain't everybody. Sometimes it's you. I agree, Stephanie. Some people need to release some toxins out of their bodies, and it ain't just what food you put in your body or what drink you put in your body. You need to release them those mental and spiritual toxins. You release them demons, trying to get you an exorcist. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end the show with. The, we did this before, but I'm going to do it again. The, t the things in 2020 that we're going to start doing in 2020, okay? This is going to help you with your internal state. First of all, we're going to start saying thank you. We're going to start being more grateful. You may not have what you want, but you have what you need. The fact that you can watch this right now, or if you're listening to this right now, um, you're good. We're on like several platforms, whether you're listening to this right now on Facebook, you're, you're I'm watching on Facebook, you're listening to it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or whatever you're listening to this on, you're good. Be grateful you can stream. Be grateful that you have what you have right now. God gives you what you need, he not sure. what you desire. Okay. He'll give it to you what you desire if you seek him first. That's a whole different show. We can talk about that. Number two, apologize when you're wrong. That goes okay. back to that spiritual. Can you do it? Can you do it to yourself? Because you got because things, decisions that you've made yourself, you need to apologize to yourself. Mm. Otherwise, they'll sit up here and go to the next person. And you'll put it on that person as if they did it, but you are the one that did it. That's so right. first of all, before you get in a relationship, you need to apologize to yourself and work out what you need for your internal, not necessarily salvation, but your internal stability. Yeah, apologize to yourself for not being in your power. Apologize to yourself for relationships that you settled for, that you knew were not the best relationships for you. Apologize and forgive yourself and move forward. Uh, number three, show up on time to shit. Show up on time. Your time is valuable, but so are other people's time, especially if they're investing in you. Number four, be nice to strangers. Just say hello. Nobody asks you to move in with them immediately and, and all that shit, but just say hello. Be nice. Uh, listen without interrupting. Let people complete a thought. I know you got the answer. Let them, let them put a period after this, their descendants. 
Number six, admitting you were wrong. You can apologize when you're wrong, but if you don't admit it, your apology don't mean shit. You're a pile of lie. Pile of lying. Number seven, follow, follow your dreams. How, get a vision. The okay? Shay Barden Gamble is on. What's up, honey? How are you doing? Thank you for tuning in. Also, she said, fix what has been broken. Fix what has, you better preach. There you go. Fix what has been broken. There you go. Yes. Go back and mend some relationships. Some, some, you fuck some people over. Go back and apologize. If they're willing to accept it, but if they're not, you You've did done your what part. You need to do. You did your part. It, it, put your pride to the side. That goes back to what Walter just said. He said pride kills. It does. Pride come before the fall, baby. And when so you fall, you fall hard. You fall hard, and everybody see them shits. But follow your dreams, y'all. Don't be afraid, because even the Bible says a man without a vision will perish. And when you sit up here and get your vision and you sit up here and achieve where you want to and achieve that goal, pass it on. Mm -hmm. Because you teach a man to fish, he'll live for the rest of his life. He sure will. Now, another thing, y'all, don't you can't share your dreams with everybody. Everybody don't want you to succeed. Okay? Number eight, be a mentor. If you've mastered something in your life and you see somebody struggling in that same area, don't be like, look at them. Don't do that. Go get them. You know what, baby? Let me tell you something. I, I, I know what you're going through, and if you need me or if you need somebody to talk you through it, I'm here. Just open, extend the invitation. Nobody said, you need to do what I told you to do. See, see if you listen to me. See, no, don't be like that. <laughs> Just don't open, be pompous. Oh, yes, open the invitation. If they're willing to accept it, great. Number nine, learning and using people's names. Y'all, learning somebody's name goes a long way. Be more personable. You know, I mean, shoot, if you don't know them by name, just say, hey, baby, what's or your name? Or if you can't know their name, here's a better way to do it. Just figure out their last name and call them by their last name. Yeah. It's easy. It's personable. And the last one, hold open some doors for people. Like, I can't. Stand it when I'm walking, especially it's cold right now. It's cold outside. It's cold, and you know it's cold. And you can just hold a door. And if you can't hold a door, just swing it open wide enough so when they get to it, they can just catch it. That's all I'm saying. So just do some common courtesy things. That's a start. But I hope this helps somebody. I hope you guys learn something. But the new sexy is being spiritually physically and mentally healthy that and, is the new sexy and remember this rem just remember this equation and remember this math problem mm -hmm. mental health plus spiritual health plus physical health equals successful relationship but more importantly healthy successful life mm -hmm. the question you have to ask yourself is which one of them do I have you better preach Preach on this day, sir. I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. Thank you for tuning in with Tea and Whiskey. It's your first time listening to the podcast. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Tea and Whiskey page. We always give you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. And I want to leave you guys with this. Today, I decide to forgive.
not because you apologized or because you acknowledged the pain that you caused me, but because my soul deserves peace. So remember to keep the drama on TV and out your life. And what you want to say, baby? Translation, I'm tired of carrying around this baggage that you sat up here and left me with. Here nah. you go. Take your stuff. Here you go. And go. Take it back. I don't want these shits. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good evening. We love you guys. And we'll see you all next week. Okay? You about ready? Good night, y'all. We love you. Yes, the shade say, but fix you first. Yes, ma'am. Good night. Yes. <laughs>